We live in a difficult world. We can say we almost, we do live in an anti-Christian world. Uh, a world, a society that is so focused and concerned on being politically correct, making sure that no one's offended and that everyone feels good. It seems like our culture that we live in has this unwritten rule that uh, to, to not rock the boat or don't make waves, continue in our mediocre ways. But the, the truth of the matter is that we weren't made for mediocrity. We were made for greatness. And so as Christians and as Catholics in this anti-Christian world, we have a responsibility to be witnesses of the gospel, to be zealous missionaries of Jesus Christ. We can't be afraid to ruffle some feathers and upset the apple cart in the society that we live in. In today's gospel, Jesus says, Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. And so we can ask ourselves, how did Jesus establish division in his lifetime? And um, I think it, it points to all, all the workings, all the healings and miracles that Jesus performed in his lifetime. He, he uh, drew many people to himself, but he never compromised on truth. He lived the truth and he, he practiced what he preached. Uh, an evident example of this is in John 6, when he says, this is my body, this is my blood. And people ask, who can accept this teaching? It is too difficult. And so people left to Jesus, causing that division in John 6. But Jesus didn't back down. He didn't compromise. He stuck to what he believed. He stuck to his values. Uh, and because of that, he, he was crucified. He was put on a cross and people hated him. And so we can expect the, the same as followers of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in another place in the Gospels, if they have persecuted me, they will persecute you also. This is what uh, is involved in being a follower of Jesus. And uh, in the second reading from Hebrews, we're invited to look upon the crucified Christ. Hebrews says in our second reading, Consider how he endured such opposition from sinners in order that you may not grow weary and lose heart. And so we can expect sufferings and persecutions and rejection out of uh, living from a place of faith. But Jesus has showed us, Jesus has given us an example of how to receive those sufferings, those persecutions, to receive them with love. And so... Uh, as a follower of Jesus and as a witness to the gospel, we'll, we'll suffer just like Jesus, just like the Old Testament prophets, just like Jeremiah. In our first reading today from Jeremiah, uh, we hear about Jeremiah, this man who's thrown into a pit without water. And not only is there no water in this pit, but at the bottom of this pit is mud. And so he's thrown into this pit for being a prophet of the Lord. And when he's thrown into the pit, he sinks into the mud at the bottom. And Jeremiah, if we remember, is the same guy who never even wanted to be a prophet for the Lord. In Jeremiah chapter 1, if we remember from our Bibles, 
the Lord says, uh, uh, I have uh, chosen you from the womb. Before, the, before you were born, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. And Jeremiah is the same guy who says, Ah, Lord God, uh, I, I know not how to speak. I am too young. And so in, a, in the first reading today, uh, he's the same one who's thrown into a pit. He didn't choose this for himself, but the Lord selected Jeremiah for a purpose. We look at the other Old Testament prophets, uh, such as Jonah. Jonah never wanted to preach, uh, to be a prophet for the Lord. In fact, he, he hopped on a ship and he was going to run away. But uh, the Lord sent a storm to bring Jonah back. Uh, and so the Lord chooses particular people to be prophets, to be witnesses to the gospel. And so uh, many times when we live from a place of faith, people are going to accuse us just like they accused Jeremiah. In our first reading from Jeremiah, the people were saying about Jeremiah, he's not interested in the welfare of our people, but in their ruin. As, as, as people living from a place of faith, just like Jeremiah, we can, be, we can expect to be misunderstood, misinterpreted. This is what Jesus experienced in his lifetime as well. Uh, one of the, somewhere else in the scriptures, it says, if they would have known that uh, Jesus was the king of glory, they would never have crucified him. They misinterpreted him, misunderstood him. But this is the suffering and the persecutions that we can expect as being followers of Jesus. But it's in the midst of those, in that suffering, that we know that we're not alone. Hebrew says in our second reading, we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses. That great cloud of witnesses, of, of course, we know is the communion of saints. Here at this mass, this church is full of saints and angels worshiping and adoring right next to us, even though we can't see them. And then Hebrews goes on, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding blood. We think about all those many saints throughout history who have died for the faith, uh, not being ashamed uh, of professing their belief in Jesus Christ, the many martyrs of the church. Uh, one of the great gifts of the Catholic Church is that we have the communion of saints. And so I encourage you, get to know the stories of the saints, uh, how, how deep their love was for our Lord. We think about um, uh, some martyrs of the church, such as uh, St. Isaac Jogues. St. Isaac Jogues was a French Jesuit who came over uh, from France to evangelize the Indians in what is now New the state of New York. He, he evangelized the Iroquois and the Huron Indians, and he endured uh, horrible sufferings. The Indians rejected him, and they rejected the message of the gospel that he brought. As a result, St. Isaac Jogues was martyred. Uh, the Indians cut up his body and chewed off his fingers so that he couldn't celebrate Mass. Or we think about St. Simon the Zealot, another saint, an early church father who was crucified upside down. And if that wasn't enough, they took his body and sawed it in half. Or we think about one of the apostles, St. Bartholomew, who was uh, skinned alive. And so if you go to Rome, there's a church with a statue of St. Bartholomew. He's holding his skin in one hand and a, a machete in the other. 
or St. Agnes, a young girl, 13 years old. She had her head cut off because she professed a belief in Jesus Christ. And so if we're going to be a follower of Jesus Christ, we can't be afraid of suffering, rejection, um, being ostracized from our from maybe our communities or our families or maybe a loss of friends. Uh, this is what following Jesus Christ entails. And so here at this Mass, a great cloud of witnesses of angels and saints are here with us in our midst at this, ver at this very moment. It's the Eucharist that sustains us, as we might say, as we row the boat upstream against the current in our culture, not being ashamed and not being embarrassed, embarrassed uh, for our faith, but actually being zealous missionaries. We can't blend in when we were born to stand out. Uh, we can't blend in with society. We were born to stand out. At our baptism and at our confirmation, we have been marked with the sign of the cross. We can't hide the sign of the cross. Uh, the word holy means to be set apart. And that's what we are as baptized Christians. We have been set apart from the world. We don't act like the world and we don't talk like the world. We act and speak differently uh, because we are witnesses of the gospel. And so uh, we, we uh, leave this mass today as zealous missionaries on fire for the Lord. Jesus says in today's gospel, I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. Jesus was burning with love for the salvation of the world. The saints who offered their lives in martyrdom were burning with love for the Lord. Not all of us might be called to be uh, physical martyrs, but we might offer martyrdoms each day, sufferings for our faith. And so uh, Jesus' one desire was that the earth were already blazing with fire. And so this week, as we go forth from this Mass, let us start fires this week. Let us consume the earth and all those people we encounter this week with the fire of divine charity.